0: I just forgot it because I wanted to use it again.
1: <laughs> do you remember what know, it was? I do, I do. And I didn't know how to own it, so I've kind of kept quiet. Was it John the Batman? Yep.
0: John the Batman Ballard? Yep. Yeah, buddy, dude. Yeah. That's a good-ass I, nickname.
1: To be honest, I feel like my Batman voice is slightly lacking.
0: Listen, you just be Batman in whatever way see you see fit. If it's Kay. not the voice, you just remember what would Batman do? you do that, you can keep the nickname John the Batman Ballard.
1: All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thank you to our sponsor, Larson Waste, world's best trash company, for sponsoring this podcast. Thank you for you listening to this podcast because you guys are freaking awesome. Um, follow us on Gareth the Trash Man. John, what's your Instagram stuff? Uh,
1: John Ballard, 345, and Ballard Senior Home Care.
0: Boom also Larson underscore waste, see what they're up to. So uh yeah, we I think have got a pretty pretty uh pretty interesting podcast um for you today. But first as always we're gonna talk about our rants and I'm gonna go first today because I decided to.
1: Dude I'm getting this vibe that like this is gonna be like a like a rant of rants.
0: You know It really won't be, but it is something that is frustrating to me. So let's talk about the climate. Now, I'm not going to go into climate change and climate denier and oh, global warming or not global warming, yada, yada. I'm not going to go into that. But that has been around a lot lately. I think it was like two weeks ago there was uh, some day for it. And listen, wherever you fall on that subject here is what just freaking irks me the first step in environmental health is getting trash where it needs to be trash needs to go from where it's produced into a trash can transported to eventually a landfill that is the first step for environmental health you guys taking notes come on everyone Does, take notes doesn't matter what recycling what whatever you want to do you're so concerned about emissions yada 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 pick up litter and don't litter we do that and we will have a healthy environment mm-hmm. plain and simple and we are so far off on executing that well that it's it's stupid and so i see these things on different news it, news or uh, youtube or whatever of these climate um, marches, and what they leave in their wake is messes, litter, trash, and it just irks me, and it shows me that people really don't care because if you care, you will go outside, you will pick up litter when you see it, and you will not create more mm-hmm. John, you and I have both spent significant time in South america
1: oh oh don't oh, don't get me started <laughs> yeah
0: and in America as general, like, I see us moving towards that like oh, more yeah. and more. It is a dirtier country now than it was five years ago, Absolutely. 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and you're trying to tell me that now these different regulations, these different things, we're more conscious of the environment. Like I would label myself like a classic environmentalist. That has nothing to do with this climate nonsense. I would say, I believe we need to keep our forests clean. Our, our oceans clean, our um, parks clean, our streets clean. That has nothing to do with what emissions are coming out of this, what this. It has to do with the trash we produce being placed where it ought to go. So.
1: Well, I have a comment about that. I've known Garrett a long time, and Garrett has always, I mean, since I can remember, that's one thing I've always noticed about Garrett is he is like clean freak. Like that, he, he likes his crap clean, <laughs> and like seriously, any house I've ever seen Garrett in, you're never messy,
0: clean as a whistle,
1: <laughs> and, and that's the thing is like, no, I can totally relate to what Garrett's saying right now because yeah, the seeing other countries for how they are, yeah, it's a lot dirtier in the states now than it used to be. Yeah, lots of more trash.
0: Yeah, and it's it's not good. So uh, you know that's something that I don't care to share too much on because it's so polarized on either side and I don't think you know I I don't I hate how people you know will alienate someone one one on one way or the other but like where I can stand for is yeah clean up your trash like these videos of these people like twerking as they're throwing confetti and yada yada and doing all this on these climate um, marches you're like really, come on! Yeah, and then they show the after pictures, and they just left all the confetti, left all the trash. trash. Their signs are just thrown willy nilly, and I'm like, "You got to be kidding me!"
1: You're a yeah, a bunch of jive turkeys. That's yeah. all I gotta say.
0: Yeah, so uh, that's my rant. Like I said, John was like, "I need to have a happy rant," and I'm like, "Well, mine, you know, it really is happy when everyone executes on it, but it's kind of, it's, <laughs> it's a little bit of like, hey, listen, if you're gonna cry, like, man." Uh, Anyway, I'm done. I'm done. John, what you got to rant about? Uh,
1: my rant today is is think big. Just when you start to think, oh, yeah, I'm in a good mindset, that's probably the time you need to reevaluate and once again look at, you know, what are you doing, how are you approaching things, and, and where are you headed? Um, because every time I think, oh, yeah, you know, I've been doing good on my – like, working on myself and bettering the way I think and approach things and thinking big because I naturally am very – I think small about things. Um, that's probably one of the things that, that's really um, kind of come to light to me, to me personally is, like, don't forget to think big in life, like – Go big or go home.
0: Mas grande, D.C., John L. Batman <laughs> Ballard.
1: <laughs> Bien ahí. Bien ahí. <laughs> I can't. Uh, everyone's going to be like, what the hell did they just say? I oh,
0: don't know, dude. Love our listeners down in Argentina. Appreciate you, Argentines. What, what? And Brazil. Hey. Sorry I just said you guys' country is pretty dirty, but we're not too far behind me. And listen, you can't argue that it's yeah. pretty dirty. Aguante boca.
1: Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, going back to thinking big, I just – every time you think you're thinking right, step back and, and, and look at it and make sure that you're thinking big enough because if you're not and, – and once again, all this is just from my experience. Like when I'm not doing that, I'm not really headed to where I want to be in life, mm-hmm. and I'm not doing the things I know I should be to get there. Just
0: conceding or uh... – What's the other word I'm thinking? Um, settling.
1: Yeah. Like. Yeah, just settling. I find myself settling. I find myself starting to revert back to making fear-based decisions. It's just thinking small and thinking. And, and then that just leads down the drain, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so, that, yeah, that's my rant. Just think big. Think, um, you know, what can you do for yourself, for others, and bless thousands of other lives. Like, if, if that's what joy shooting for, then you will take the actions that will create that.
0: Love it. All right. Well, let's dive into the meat of this podcast because I thought it was an interesting thing. As I brought it up, we're both kind of like, yeah, we're the same. But I want to talk about um, being a planner, if you're a planner or not, and the upsides and the downsides of either or. So real quick, John, would you say you're a planner?
1: No. All right, and if you ask my wife, she says I'm like the most unorganized person, <laughs> but I call it controlled chaos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, myself, I would say I'm not totally a planner either, Pro- probably not. And so, yeah, let's talk about it a little bit. Like when when you hear that, like if you're a planner or not, what uh, what what do you imagine a planner is?
1: I know people that are very organized, and you know. When they decide to do something, they kind of sit down. And a lot of this, a lot of this is personality types, and, and some of it is, you know, obviously things that are developed and skills, but a lot of people, you know, they'll decide to take an action in, in doing something uh, in their business or at work or something or in a relationship or whatever it is, and, uh, and, and then they'll make a plan for it mm-hmm. or they'll organize it and know how they're going to do it or whatever that is. And to be honest, I'm more of the fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants kind of your pants guy. I, I'm a lot better than I used to be. I mean, I do you know try and plan and, and organize things um, because I think no matter what personality type you are, organization is crucial and mm-hmm. planning is crucial to a degree. Now, whatever degree works best for you, I think, is what you have to figure out. But I would say um, that I uh, tend to be more of a – Figure it out as you kind of go. Jump in with two feet and just kind of figure just get it done.
0: Out. Yeah. Well, and I would say I I'm very organized, but I wouldn't call myself necessarily a planner. Like I yeah. I see those as two really separate things. Yes. Organization and planned out. And there's times where I really enjoy planning, but I think I I enjoy at, like there's the. I would say probably the macro level of planning and then there's the micro level of planning. And I really enjoy the macro level of planning and the micro, for me, lots of times I'd just rather go do it and it makes more sense to spend time doing it and then going about it, making adjustments as you go than trying to philosophize, like theoretically play it out in your head and then go... And, th- and think you can fill in all the gaps. And, and I think it's a combination of both. And one thing it brings me back to is I think it's really important to look at who you surround yourself and having the self-awareness to know what you are so you're surrounded by those that are um, the opposite or can fill in mm-hmm. your strengths. Oh, so you see your blind spots and put in systems in place for those blind spots.
1: Quick comment on that. Um so, I recently brought in a new office manager into our office who is pretty much like very opposite in the in personality type and in the way he does things and it was one of the best decisions i 've ever made because everything is so much more organized um, and it has really helped in us um, doing a better job for our clients and for our employees because um his, his organization has really helped us, you know, have more of a repeatable way of successfully taking care of our employees and our, and our
0: clients. Yeah, actually building the system, yeah. not just doing, it, doing whatever comes yeah. about. And they, uh, I think it was Warren Buffett said that um, a genius without a plan will be beat by a fool with a plan. And I think, like, defining what that plan actually is is kind of the difference where, where I'm at right now. Because, mm. like, um, in that same case scenario, recently my brother came on board at the company. And he is similar to, like, what you described with that office manager. He's, he's kind of the opposite of me. He really likes having details mapped out down to, like, daily tasks that are going to be done that, that build into it. And... For me, I really like the big picture. This is what I'm going to, and it's like, how are we going to do it? Well, I'm going to work my face off and day in, day out, and I'm figuring things out as I'm going, and, like, that's really exciting to me. But what I've discovered, like, when it's there's an organization that you've got to bring along with you and row, is that's not very um, practical to have that. Like, it, it works really good for those that are in my immediate realm, Mm -hmm. like those that are right next to me and working shoulder-to-shoulder with me, um, my enthusiasm and my motivation and all that rubs off Mm -hmm. and carries them on. But if I'm not right next to them, this big picture that I've got in my mind isn't enough to keep a lot of people going day-to-day. Yeah. And they would prefer things broke down so it can be done. It's, It's not scalable when it's just hey, if you're right next to me, you'll be hyped, you'll see the picture, you'll see where we're going. Um, maybe I'll, I'll tell them that at one point, and it will go for so long, but but eventually they need quarterly, monthly, weekly, and even daily, like, goals sets to move us towards those big things. And it has been a little bit of a struggle for me to figure out how to do that in a way that I know will help the company as a whole be much more scalable and not have it feel constraining to me. Um, and, and I wouldn't say constraining. That's, that's the wrong word. What it gives me is sitting in those, those meetings that we, that, that are required to build those out. Like makes me want to pull my hair out at Mm -hmm. times. If I don't really calm down and say, okay, like it's okay that I'm not doing a task right now. I'm doing a task. so my task can be scalable. Yeah. And, and that can be a really hard thing to do at times. Um, and and i've found a lot of value in having someone in the company that's the opposite of me similar mm-hmm. like what you said so we have processes that you don't have to be right next to me to be excited about working here
1: oh absolutely and i think that trickle down you know having that trickle down throughout the company you know that's it's hard to do but i think if you can can, can get that that trickle down effect to happen That's how you, you know, you create – and this is just my opinion, but that's how you create cultures that last longer.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And that's how you, you know, you help people um, grow and develop and progress in what they're doing in your company. That way, you know, you're not there shoulders to shoulder, but you're still having an effect on
0: them. Yeah. Well, my philosophy is – and we've talked about this a little bit or mentioned it at least before – like it's it's both because um, I'd say that that planning can also be called like the working on or working, yeah, um, in your business or um, working running the business versus working the business. And in my opinion, like both is a beautiful, beautiful, like magnificent way of going about it. Yeah, because you can spread yourself around any of those that are media, and then now we can use social media and different platforms and different ways to. Spread that out where it is more scalable than it used to be in the past. However, it still falls short to having systems and plans in place that give people motivation on a daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly basis that fold into the yearly, three year, five year, 10 year plans. Yeah. So, uh, like, I don't think, I honestly don't think there's one that's better than the other, but I think a wise move is to recognize your blind spot and put someone in place for it.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, because you're not going to become great at everything.
0: Yeah, no, recognize what you're great at, stay in that. I had a uh, trainer in high school that um, taught me that, and I was so, so thankful for it because I was pretty fast, but I wasn't the biggest kid. I wasn't tiny, but I wasn't the biggest. Like, yeah. I, was, I was big enough. But what I was good at is being decently fast, and so he was like, "Listen, we're gonna, you're gonna work out, you're gonna get bigger, we're gonna do that, but what we're really gonna focus on is you're fast. Like you're not going to be a giant that runs people over." This was in the context yeah. of football, but he's like, "But you can be pretty dang fast because you've got that natural skill." Yeah. And I think there's so much to that of finding your natural skill and having that com- combined with what you like and like sticking in that. And and at times, that doesn't mean you don't have to ever do things you don't like, but fill that in or things you're not great at. Fill those things you're not great at, and little by little, only do things that you're great at because yeah. that will lead to fulfillment, happiness, and uh, I think you'll see a lot more success because the people that are good at the things you're not, they're getting that same thing out of the things that would be draining your energy.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's funny that you say that because, like, I can – I'll, I'll be sitting there talking with my office manager. I'm like, yeah, okay, I gotta go do this, this, and this. And he's like, I'm sure glad you're doing that because I'd hate to have to do that. <laughs> and I'm like, well, right back at you because the things that you're all good at and that you don't mind doing that are enjoyable to you. I feel like I have to scratch my eyeballs out to do them.
0: Yeah. You know, they get put off put and on. everything else. Oh, yeah, like, you know, I'm
1: procrastinating like crazy doing them. I'm like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, and then I'll do it the next day. Yeah, yeah, so.
0: Yeah, so let us know if you're a planner or not a planner, because um, maybe we want to hire you if you are. <laughs> <laughs> but really, <laughs> but yeah, hit us up, Gareth Trashman across all platforms. Um, John, you got any, anything more to say around that? Hit him up. Hit me up. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Peace.